this is a Parshish Re'eh, but this is Elul, the Maimir Anila Doidi Vedoidi Li. On page Lamed Beis, Kalam Aleph. Anila Doidi Vedoidi Li. So, in the Pasik it states that I am to my beloved, and my beloved is to me, and this is all a metaphor of a song that the Jewish people are uh, singing and uh, recounting their relationship with Hashem. Hashem is the doidi, my beloved, and uh, Ani, that's the Knesset Yisrael, that's the Jewish community, the Jewish people. So we are saying in the verse, Ani le doidi, I am to my beloved, I am to Hashem, and vedoidi li, and then Hashem is to me, and this is a Roshetavis of the world Elul. This is the beginning of the words of Aleph, Lamed, Vav, Lamed, represents the words of Ani le doidi, vedoidi li. Now, there's a reason why this Anila Doidi Vedoidi Li has the words of Elul. And the reason is, of course, is because in Elul we have this idea of Anila Doidi Vedoidi Li. Dalteb is going to explain that the first part of the Posik of Anila Doidi is actually the main uh, focus of the Anila Doidi on the month of Elul. But the uh, second part, the Vedoidi Li, is what we actually are going to uh, attain. This is the response of Hashem that takes place actually in the High Holidays and Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippurim when we get the response. So first we start off with the Isarusa de Latata, Ani, we, Ledoidi, we turn to Hashem, and then we get Vedoidi Li. The Rebbe explains the idea is, Kibe'elul Maschil Bechinas. Anil Doidi. For in Elul we start the level uh, of Anil Doidi. Uh, at that point we have I turn to my beloved. What is the meaning of Anil Doidi? The Hainu Bechinas Isarusa Dilatata. That is the arousal from below, which means that's the work that we do ourselves. It's in we initiate it, and then Adresh Shonaviyem Hakipurim. That takes place, Daniel Doidi, till Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. Sheheim, because they are already, Bechinas Hamshochas Elokusei Yisborich Lemato Bechinas Yisgalus. They, Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, are really the level in where his blessed godliness is extended below in a revealed way. So that's already the Vedoidi when the Vedoidi comes Li. So even though it's all in the words of Elul over here, Anila Doidi Vedoidi Li. But as we had discussed, uh, it is um, the um, the desire and the purpose and the goal of Anila Doidi is to bring about the Vedoidi Li. So already it's hinted already in the name of Elul, even though that the actual Vedoidi Li starts taking place after the month of Elul. As the Alta Rebbe will explain. As the Posik says, His left hand is beneath my head, and his right hand hugs me. Now, when we say Hashem's left and right hands are beneath me and hug me, that means that he is extending, that we are relating to his hands, both the right and the left hand of, so to speak, Kavayochol, uh, with regards to Hashem. So that means his left hand and his right hand are being extended to us to underneath our head and his right hand to hug us, which is a expression of an extension of his godliness in a revealed way 
into this world. So he says, The first part of the verse, the left hand, that is from Rosh Hashanah until Yom Kippurim. That is the left hand. The left represents Yira. That represents the level of awe, of fear of Hashem. Why is Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur a time of Yira? Because between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur is the time in which Hashem's kingdom is revealed. The king brings about with his revelation a level of awe, a sense of awe and fear of the subjects of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Since on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur there is a revelation of his Malchus, that's why there is a level of Yira, that's the Smoile Tachas L'Rosh. And that's why we refer to Hashem HaMelech, as we know that in the davening we change from Melech Oyitzdoko and Melech because Hashem is always a king but in these days we say HaMelech, the king the reason we say the king is because that's a special time where as we know Hashem judges the whole world there's a revelation and there's a special uh, uh, level of Malchus that the world experiences during that time now this experience of Hashem's Malchus is not just in the level of us that we're being judged in a way uh, by the Melech, what is going to take place with us for the next year, for the coming year, and all the blessings and all the other things that take place, but rather this expression of Malchus is a general expression in all the worlds, even the upper worlds and all the levels, they get sort of a awe because they have the level of Hashem's Malchus revealed to them in a way that is special on the time of Hashem Kippur. For God's kingdom is the kingdom of all the worlds. In other words, it's not uh, reserved only for us below. It's not that Hashem is only our king and we have to obey him by doing his mitzvahs, but all the worlds are, Malchus is what sustains them. That's the kolilomim, pirush, which means that even in the worlds that are hidden. Hidden worlds means worlds which are much closer to Hashem and the spiritual level, and therefore they're not revealed. So even those worlds, upon them falls the dread and the fear of the king because of the revelation of the king. Ayin bezoyar. Pinchas Dafreishu Dalad Omed Beizu Baramashom is the note of the Tzamach Tzedek over here. Mezeh Nimshach Gam Lemato. So from this level of Malchus, which brings about the awe in all the worlds, even the hidden worlds, so this eventually extends also below Al Klolus Nishamas Yisrael for the Jewish souls in general. Lekabel Oil. Malchus Shamayim Alehem, for them to accept the yoke of the heavenly kingdom upon them. And that the fear of Hashem should be upon them all year round. So, actually, the idea that a whole year, we know that Rosh Hashanah infuses us and gives us an energy not just for the time of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, that's when the experience takes place. But we get that energy and that infusion of, 
of level sustains us throughout the year. So what he's saying here is that the level of Yiras Hashem that we have throughout the year also comes, is we're beneficiaries from that period of time, from the time of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, is all year round we get the level of Yira. And the Rebbe explains now that the level of Yira is not something that we just have just because we are, but that is a special gift, that's a special Hamshacha that comes from Hashem and Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, so that if we practice the Yirash Hashem throughout the year, that we have the fear of Hashem, it is based on the energy and that light that Hashem came down on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, gave it to us, and by us giving us the power to have the Yira throughout the year, as the Altarebbe explains, Ki Yiras Hashem, for the fear of Hashem and loving Hashem, is not made, it's not planted in the heart of man on his own, in his own power. In other words, just you are in the power without having Hashem's Hamshacha, you don't have that level of Yiras Hashem in yourself. But rather, that comes from that ray, from that shine that extends upon him from above, which is Hashem gives him, which Hashem brings down into the world. During the period and the time that it comes revealed, you get the the level of Yiruchu. It says in the uh, bracket here, in the Ha'ara, from the Tzamech Tzedek, look what I've written in the portion of Tovei, in the end of the Maim of Yikra Moshe, and on the verse, so he references to these places. So he says, this level which Hashem's Hamshocha, of Malchus revelation, that is the Bechinas Vedoidili, that is the level of Vedoidili that takes place on Rosh Hashanah. So on Elul we have Aniladoidi, that's the Vedoidili. So one thinks if that's what happens, Rosh Hashanah, right? So why do we need Aniladoidi? So let's just start with Vedoidili, that will bring down already all the Amshacha. Since our year is Hashem from all the year comes from the Vedoidili, so let's just go to the Vedoidili. Why do we need Anila Doidi? So he explains now that all this begins through our own preparation. It has to have the arousal from below. It has to have be initiated by us. But first one is needed to arouse, to wake up that love and fear. Through the arousal that comes from below, which is an Elul. So in El, we have to work on our own self, on our Avaviyira, so that later on we get the Hamshacha during Rosh Hashanah in Kippur, so that we can use that for the year throughout the year. So why is it uh, special? Why up is the month of Elul? You know, we know that the month of Elul on Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Chodesh Elul, Moshe Rabbeinu went up to the mountain. The last 40 days, God forgave him eventually. Salachti Kedvarecha gave him the second Luchos, and um, so these are days of Yemei Rotsin, Yemei Rachamin, but what, is, what does it mean, days of appeasement, days of, of mercy, we're uh, closer uh, being able to turn to Hashem, but what specifically happens in the month of Elul? So he says, <coughs> it's known, Shabbat Elul, 
Uzman Yud Gimel Midas his Galus Yud Gimel Midas Arachman. That in the month of Elul is the time when the thirteen attributes of mercy are revealed. As we know that Moshe Rabbeinu was taught by Kodesh Baruch Hu when it came to the Egel, Hashem taught him the thirty Midas of Rachamim, Hashem Hashem Kel Racham Bachanon, which have thirteen expressions of God's mercy. And Hashem said to him that if you pray to me with these thirty Midas Rachamim. They do not return empty-handed, and therefore we know that they will be uh, re- returned. So we say, so that is a very high level on a spiritual level. Yud Gimel represent a level which is beyond and higher than the world, and that's why sort of forgiveness can come from there, because within the uh, order of things, if one commits a crime, then he should be punished for the crime. And you can't just forgive him for the crime. But when you invoke a higher and a deeper place in which the sins and the uh, misdeeds don't count as much, so then you can attain atonement from the 13 attributes of mercy. That's from a higher place. So uh, during the month of Elul, the reason we can do Teshuvah, the reason we can do is because there's a very opportune time because it's Yudgivu Midus Arachamim that come about and are revealed during the month of Elul. So the Rebbe asks, okay, so we need to really understand this concept that we're saying that there's a revelation of the 13 attributes of mercy, what it really means. Because normally we would think if it means that we just get the full blast of revealed into this world, then this, then at the month of Elul would have been special days. They wouldn't have been weekdays. They would have been days in which it becomes the holidays, as we know that what makes a day a Yontev, what makes a day a Shabbos, is the special revelations. So a special revelation from such a high place in the month of Elul should bring with it also a holiday, should bring with it a Yontev. In order to understand, So why are they days of the week, weekdays? And they're not a good day, they're not a yontav, not a holiday. Like Shabbos and Yontav. Because what makes a Shabbos and a Yontav? Why is a day a Shabbos? What is Yontav? What does it mean? Because in them, in Shabbos and Yontav, is a revelation of godliness. So that his godliness shines. What does it mean it shines? Because instead of being isolated and being separate from us, it shines, means it comes down to the world. So that's why in this world it becomes Shabbos. In this world it becomes Yontav because there is something that happened over here. It's a ray, it's a shine from His godliness that comes down into this world. So if we have a uh, special shine and a ray from these 13 attributes of mercy, how come we don't have here a holiday? Ubefrat. It particularly, we're not talking about generally a revelation of godliness. We're talking about we're talking at the time and the period when there is 13 attributes. They are very great uh, uh, shines. There's great levels. And actually, Yom Kippur is a Yom Tev. And when do we have the full uh, fledge of the 13 attributes of mercy, that's Yom Kippur. That's why Hashem says, That's when Hashem taught him the Yud Gimel Mitzarachamim. That is Yom Kippur. That makes Yom Kippur special. 
And we know that Yom Kippur is not just an ordinary yontav, it's Shabbos Shabbosit. It's the holiest day of the year. It's, uh, it takes uh, uh, higher than everything. So here we're saying now, Elu is Yud Gimel Mitzrachem. Yom Kippur is Yud Gimel Mitzrachem. Something doesn't line up over here. Ubevada Yeshev Rish Godel ben Yema Kippurim ben Elu. So there definitely has to be a difference, a distinction between Yom Kippur and Elul. You're not going to say that a month of Elul is a Yom Kippur. It's not Yom Kippur still. So what's going on if we're saying that there is a revelation of the Ein Sof, of the Yud Gil Mitzvah and the month of Elul? So why isn't it? How is it different than Yom Kippur? So he's going to explain this based on Pimoshu. I'll be my best example. We have a king, because when we talk about revelation, and we talk about revelation basically means coming in contact with the king. What does revelation mean? But we can see that coming in contact with the king can be in various different scenarios. It's going to bring the marshal. Sometimes there's a scenario where you meet the king where he's in his palace, and sometimes you meet the king when the king comes out to the field. The king coming out to the field at that point, he isn't as restricted, he isn't as closed up, he's not as protected, sort of, he's a lot easier, which means sometimes there's a revelation where you raise up, have to rise up to the level of the king. Sometimes there is a revelation that we're talking about that actually descends into your mundane, into your activities. So you have the revelation, but you don't have its full impact because Hashem can sort of be close with you and still you can remain intact. In other words, you're still in the world. It's not like Shabbos and Ayantav means that the world sort of rises and becomes on a higher level. Sometimes the revelation comes down in such a way in which the level of godliness comes down to the world without affecting, impacting, and making it all change, but rather telling you, you at your level, at the weekday level, the way you are, you still can come in contact with the king. And he's going to give you an example how it works with a physical king. So we can understand this by giving a parable to a king. That prior to he coming into the city. So what happens is, The people of the city go out towards him as he's entering the city. So before he's in the city, they go out to greet him. And then they greet the king in the field. At that time, it's permitted for anybody who wishes, Lord says, to go out to greet his face, to greet the king. So first of all, everybody has the opportunity. No special requirements if you want, you leave the city, you go out to the field, you have the ability to greet the king. But from the king's perspective, who he accepts everybody with a smile, with a good countenance. He shows a smiling face to everybody. So anybody can come and the king smiles and greets everybody favorably with a good way, accepts everybody. Then what happens? From there, then when he goes on to the city, so they follow, they go after the king. But after this, when he comes into the room and the palace of his kingdom, 
Over there, ain't There you can't enter only with permission. Not like before anybody wants to go. Now you need permission. And not only that, even you don't just get permission. It's not like you everybody can ask permission. And also this, it's only those chosen of the people, the and special individual, chosen individuals that have the opportunity to go and meet the king. What does Kaf Aleph stand for? Ki'im. Ki'im means only with permission. Only, only with permission. So likewise, the same concept is the month of Elul. A month of Elul is similar to the king in the field that yoitzin lekhagbil oir ponav yizborech. We go out to greet the light of his blessed countenance besod in the field. That's what we go out in the, in the, in the, into the field. And so he says, he's going to explain now what does it mean to greet the king in the field? What does it mean to us in our service to Hashem on the month of Elul that we're going out there to greet the king? To greet the king means to have an encounter, to meet up with the light, with the shine, with the ray that comes down from Hashem's mouth into the world. We're going to meet him. What does it mean? So basically it's going to mean, uh, the Al-Tarebbe will explain now, that for one, to give up his own personal and selfish uh, desires and needs and wants and everything else, and only to want Hashem, and then Hashem has His face to us. So it says, it goes, we turn our face to Hashem. When we go out to greet the King, what it means is we're going out and we're saying to ourselves, what we have personal needs doesn't matter. It's Hashem that matters. It's the important thing. When we do that, that means that we're going out to greet the king. And when we greet the king, Hashem returns us. He brings a pasuk now. He says, Because behold, the world, the verse states, Hashem ponov Hashem will shine. This is one of the blessings of the Birchas uh, Kohanim. One of the three verses is, Hashem will shine His uh, face to you. So he's going to explain what does it mean Hashem shines his face to you. Shuhu inyan. Shining the face or the countenance is the haores yud gimul midis. That it should be the uh, shine of the 13 attributes of mercy. That means Hashem. But why do we use the lotion of ponim? Yoir Hashem ponov elecho. When we say greeting him, we say greeting his face. Because sometimes you can be in the presence, Al-Tarebbe talks in other Maimorim, sometimes you can be in the presence right next to the other person, but you're, you're, you're back-to-back. You're back-to-back means you're right next to me, but, you know, I don't have anything to do with you, I want nothing to do with you, and we're just not looking at each other. Face-to-face means that he is, wants you, he has the desire. So what we're saying in the verse over here is Hashem should shine His face, meaning His desire, not just we all are sustained by Hashem, but we want the blessing is Hashem should sustain us in a way that His desire, His ponim, His face, His inner should be with us. What does that mean? 
That it should be face to face. That's what it means. That's what it means when we go out to greet the king. We're greeting his face, meaning we are going where it's upon upon. The Hainu, that means so that the inner of Hashem's will should shine to the source of the Jewish souls. So how does that happen? How does it happen that the souls uh, Hashem shines? That is through being the main inner will of of us to Hashem, the Dovka boy believe the nefesh to connect to Hashem with heart and soul. Meomka de Libo from the depth of the heart, the Mesidus Nefesh, with giving up your soul, If we turn to Hashem with Mesidus Nefesh, then we get to see Hashem's face. This is the Indian fun to greet the king. Vaorizu and this Shine this ray he nimshecha mibchinas kale that comes that extends from the level of kale shehu reishis kol hayud gimul midos that's the first of the thirteen midos besides the words Hashem Hashem but the first of the spell name is Hashem is the level is the kale umekoyron v'klolusum that is the mokor and the general general that's why the pasuk would use the name kale. Hashem Bayerlon, white name Kale, because Kale is actually the first. It's the first of after. So he says, Kale Hashem That Kale, the name of Kale, take that chair over there. That is the level of the blessed Ein Sof. Actually, himself. So, in other words, the level of Yudgimomidus Harachamin and the name of Kale is the actual, uh, because the level of uh, of this level of Yudgimomidus Harachamin, which is represented by Kale, is the level of Ein Atzma. This is a high level of the Ein itself. Ukemoisha Kosuf. And like it says in the Posik, So he's going to explain now that even the shine, the ray that comes from HaKadosh Baruch like we talk about the Yud Gimel Midas we talk Hashem's name, Hashem Hashem Keil Rachum V'chanun, so we have the name Kale. Even the fact that we are dealing with a level of Oir, but yet it still remains connected and is the same as Hashem Himself. This is Oynisobahatsmay. That's why we say Hashem Elikecho is Eish Oichlo. It says, God, your God is like a fire. What does it mean? A fire that consumes. What are we comparing Hashem to a fire over here. So he says like this, Pirush. Uh, because what he's trying to say with the meaning of Eish, that just like the ray that comes from the fire is one with the fire, you cannot distinguish between them. The 
ray that comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu is also undistinguishable, it's connected with Hashem. K'moi l'moshul ziv ha'ir ha'ish. Ha'yoytze min ha'ish, just as the ray and the shine, the light that comes from the fire, that comes from the fire, atzmei. In a general, there is no difference between the ash and the oil, to the ray and the shine that comes from it. Likewise, by way of example, so to speak, when we say that Hashem shows us a smiling face, it says, Hashem by Kela Hashem by Yoir Lono, Yoir Hashem Pono Velecho. God, like we say in the blessing, God shows you a smiling place. Whom Ibchinas Kale, that comes from the level of Kale, Shubchinas Oir and So Baruchu Atzme Mamash, which is the level of the blessed Ainsof, actually. So this is what, so we're actually, it's like saying, talking about Hashem Himself, that is the penance you're getting. Says in the parentheses, I'm a shekosu be biur aposi vucholam roi mesakoilus be pirush mina meitzer korosi vaimidi vuramask latam nitzovim be mashekosu shom velochin nikro kel elgin chulu ubidi vuramask lovin pirush vinyan gimul midus ubidi vuramask veirastek libinyan libim besoru yiramil kilcha velochin nikro Yisrael, and that's why they're called Yisrael. What is the name of Yisrael? Yisrael comes Miloshin from the Loshin, two words, Sar, Kale. But you also have a Yud over there. So, Bahayud, Yisrael. So, Sar, Kale. What, what is this Sar? Bahayud, Meiral, Asmodas, Hapula. Yud is constant. Kemoi, Kocho, Yas, so he does. Yud means always Sar, Kale. Yud, Yisrael, the Yud points to the level, he's always a Sar, Kale. What does it mean, Sar Kale? Sar means a dominant, a ruler, an officer is a Sar. Like you say in the, in the Knesset, they have Sarim, they have the officers, they are the Sarim. But when we say, who is in charge by you, Kale, Hashem is your Sar. That is Yisrael, meaning that the Kale is your Sar. God is your dominant. He is the one that is always in charge of you, because you are always connected, and you're always, Kale is the Sar by you, that means the Sar Kale. What does it mean that the dominant by the person is God, by Yisrael? Because every Jewish person, every Jewish soul, has a nitzutzalakus mamesh. We have a spark of God. That spark of God, that kale, is the sar. That gives hamichayim nafshehelikis. That gives life to your godly soul. Is that spark of Hashem that's within your soul that gives you the life? Umoishich b'tivoy lemaila. And naturally, because that spark is godly and is holy, it draws, it wants to go higher, it wants to, it doesn't want to be in this world, it wants to be connected to Hashem, because it's spiritual, it's holy. 
to be the light in the light of life. Limser Nafshelavizbarak. He wants to dedicate and give his soul to Hashem and Lizbarak. This is higher than the person's wisdom and knowledge in his soul. Because that is a connection, that spark in the soul of the person is in a deeper place, it's in a higher place than even his intellect and his understanding. Because through the level of one's wisdom and knowledge, he could not reach, he could not grasp this kind of a level to nullify and totally disown himself because of Hashem. Logically, it doesn't make sense for a person, even if you do your logic, to give up yourself for God. Because intellectually, because the whole being is based on Hashem. And then to go logically conclude that you can't. It's only because you have a deeper connection to Hashem, which is deeper than your logic. And this is the meaning when it says, What does the verse mean when it says, You are sons to God your God? What the the Pesach is trying to say, that we have naturally, our neshama has naturally that level, like a son level, the relationship to a father. Because we find, in the example that the Rebbe brings down here, that a child will give up everything for his father. I mean, not talking about today's children. (laughs) He says, imagine a child will give up everything for its father, for his father. Probably the fathers are not the same also. Sure. So, So he says, so what does it mean? Why is that? Why, why does a child give up everything for his father? Because Not because he, it makes sense. Because he loves him father. Because he's part of his father. But, yeah, sure. He says, Because the, the son is like the foot of the father. What do we mean to say you're like a foot of the father? Which means he's part of you. He's not separate from you. Just like you can't get angry on your foot. You can't, you can't get angry because it's part of you. How are you going to get angry on your foot? That's you. Being angry at you doesn't, can't do that. So the same thing is we're saying. That means that the son is included in his father's wishes. In other words, he wants his father's wishes without any reason or knowledge. Just like the level of a foot. Shabbat legabe reish, who which is subjugated next to the head, the ein loy rotsin shaloy klal, and he has no desire at all. Can't say the foot wants something and the head wants something else. It doesn't have any, doesn't have any wishes, doesn't have anything else. It's part of the, the soul of the part of the person. V'zehu battle ritzoincha mipnei ritzoinet, and this is what it says in the Pirkei Avos. Uh, subjugate your will because of his will. So what does it mean? So that in order the person, that he should shine to the person. 
Bechines Pnimis Ritzayni is Baruch. That Hashem's inner wishes should shine to the person. Tzadich Levatel Kol Ritzayni Sov. So the person needs to give up, subjugate all of his desires. That he should have no other desire. His only desire should be for Hakadosh Baruch Hu. So that means This is going to go back. We're going to look continue later. That's going to be the start of teaching the pasuk of Yoyer Hashem Ponov Eilachov and the Ponim Beponim that we have to turn our face to Hashem by subjugating ourselves and accepting Hashem, and then Hashem in turn shines His face to us and gives us everything that we need. Okay. And behold, Yesh Ba'odom Bechinas Ir Moishov Ubechinas Soda Umidbar. By the person you have a level which is called a city. What's a city? A city is settled, a settled place where people live. And then you also have the level of field and the desert, which is not an inhabited place. People don't live in the field. People don't live in the desert. Because we gave before the example that the Melech comes out basode, the Melech comes to the field. So he wants to explain what it means that the king comes to the field by the person. What's the field? When we say in the month of El <clears throat> that the king comes to the field and you greet the king before he comes to the city. So there is the level of the city by the person and then there is the level of the field by the person. And then we will understand what it means the Hisgalus in Elul when it comes to the field and then later on when it comes to the city and comes Rosh Hashanah then he goes to the city. What is the Midbar? Now we have Sodom and Midbar. Uh, also we have, they're both not inhabited. You have a field and you have a desert. What's the difference between a field and a desert? A field, you sow the ground and the things grow over there. But in a Midbar, nothing grows. It's Eretz Leisrua. So Midbar, he edits that is a land that has not been sown. What does it mean, an unsown land? A land that has not been sown. Those represent one's actions, one's speech, and one's thoughts. Basically, machshove, diburim, That are not directed, that are not for Hashem. They're not for Hashem. Those are called a desert. They're not sown. They're vanity. They're wasted. They're not uh, planted. Nothing grows of them. It is just uh, a midbar. So it says like this. It goes without saying. It goes without saying if he blemished, in other words, he thought or spoke or did the wrong things. That goes without saying that that is considered to be a midbar. But even But even if we're talking about things that are permissible, permissible matters, Then 
but there are such matters that are not necessary, they're not needed for one service to Hashem. And even we're talking about Udvarim Betele, words that are vain, no, no, no value, just bottle words. Harilav Urcha de Bimila He brings the saying, the quote, it's not the custom of the king to deal with or to speak with words of the ordinary person. Referencing in this case Hashem does not connect with any words that are not La Hashem. They are Lav It's not Hashem's custom. Hashem doesn't associate with words that are not L'Shem Shemai. And this is also the meaning of the verse when it says by a, talks about a Midbar, it's a land that says Loizoruah, and then the verse continues, the verse says there, Asher Loyoshav Odom Shom. Man does not sit there. Man does not sit in the desert. That's the simple meaning of the verse. But in, in this case, it's a reference to the Odom, to the Odom Ha'elyon, the Odom Shal, the Musa Kisei, the one Hashem referencing the image of the Odom which is on the chariot, because their king does not associate with those kinds of midbar, with those kinds of talk, speech, and actions. What is the meaning of Odom as the verse states? Val the Musaki say the Mus Kimari Odom. On the image on the throne was an image like the image of an Odom given. So we're saying Lo Yoshav Shom, but there he doesn't sit. Why? Because the Abishta sits where you make for him a Hashem says, make for me a sanctuary and I will live amongst you. But Hashem doesn't dwell, meaning Hashem doesn't connect. You can't connect with Hashem if you don't make a Migdash for Him. And through these, uh, the you can't accomplish that. So, a person has the level of Midbar. So, what is the eighth? Are you So, what is the advice that can be advised for this situation? So, how do we connect? When the person has blemished, has wasted time, has uh, not connected. So what do we do? He may conceive, behold, the verse says, Uvikashta Mishom as Hashem That the post states, you shall seek from there God your God. So what does it mean, Pirish? Kihine conceive. The verse states, Vayar Elikim as It says right in the Bereshis, when God created the light, it says Hashem saw the light that it was good. So our sages of blessed memory, they interpreted what does it mean, he saw Kitoy. That it's good means to be hidden. The world was not fit, could not Use that great light. It was toif. It was hidden. Shabichinas oil. So he said that is hidden. So which means that the level of toif, that level of kitoiv, has been hidden 
that it's not open, it's not revealed. Shubhinas oid, the level of light, Shubhinas oris, Pnim Yisrit Soyne Yisborech, the level of oid, that is the shining of his inner blessed will, Yesh Becholechad Vechad Misro. Every it finds it is by every one and one of Israel. Every person, every Jewish person has that light. Hello, but rather the problem is Shubhinas Hester Behelemoid. It is very hidden and it's very blocked. Bitiva, naturally. So naturally it's gonus, that light, oh hey, it is so that the light is good, but that light is it. But so paraphrasing the Gomorrah, that one needs to reveal that oitzer, that treasure of fear of heaven, which is in him. Which means the person has the oil. But the problem is, you have to reveal it, you have to bring it out. He's going to explain how the Posik will be kashtem, misham, that you should seek from there. That meaning of who revealed to my sons the secret, which means the secret also, again, is a reference to the hidden love that the Jew possesses. So what happens? He says, "Yes, me, Yeshu, b'bchinas aveda etzle, b'bchinas golos." There is someone who that level of light is not only hidden, but it's actually lost. The person has lost an object, it means it belongs to him. It's his object, but he lost it. So he almost, the level by the person is, he has that light in himself, he has that oil, but he's lost it, he can't find it, it's not, it's not available for him. And it's in the level of exile, meaning that it's not functioning, it's not, exile means that it can't express itself, it is subdued, and it's in exile, it's away from its place. So about this, the Apostle says, that you have to seek, you have to search and seek, which means that you should seek and search. So when we say you seek and you search, what does it mean? What does it mean when you search? You can't search for something that you never had. You're searching if you lost something, which means at one point you possess it, then you're looking for something that you had. You're going to look to try to get it back. So you're looking for something that you had. We're calling this a level of searching for the soul, which means or searching for that light, searching for that godliness. Since we call it searching, it means that we have it. It's ours. We owned it. The only thing is it's lost. Now we're to have to go find where it is. But searching means that you're losing something that you lost. It is something which is lost by him. In other words, it's his, but it's lost by him. He can't find it. He needs to find it. Which is which is in the level of exile. 
That is that godly spark that we mentioned before, that the person has, which is in exile and which is lost, which he can't wake up, which doesn't function by him. That is something that the person has to go and look. And this is that you're going to search You will seek from there. It says, God, your God. That extends from the level of Kale. As I said before, that's the first. Hashem, Hashem, Kale, Rachum, Vacham. Kale Hashem Vayoyer Lonu. That the idea of Kale is that that is the beginning and that is Nimshach, that's the godly spark. And this is, this is the Vayel because that's the level of Kale which rests Bechol Odom, Lahachis Nafshalikis, that gives vitality. To his godly soul. So we're searching actually Hashem Alekecha because the level of Kale, this is, this gives highest, that's our Nefesh Alekis. So when we're saying, we're, it's, it's basically we're saying we're searching for our soul, but searching for our soul is actually searching Hashem Alekecha because the name Kale is what, from Hashem Alekecha, is what Hashem Alekecha also, the level Alekim. So the name Kale, that is what is gives life to our soul. So searching our soul means searching that highest that gives energizes our soul. But then there's the emphasis over here, the post says, that you have to look, seek from there. What did it mean from, from there? Mishom In other words, it doesn't say just search for Hashem Alekecho. Search from there, you should search. So what is it? Why we emphasize search from there? Hashem Alekecha. So if a person lost his wallet, right? And he knows that he went to the store. He went from the house to the store. He had his wallet in the house. And he went to the store. So he's going to trace back. He's going to look the place where he might have dropped his wallet. Because he's going to search from the place where he lost it. He's not going to start looking in a place that he wasn't Bechlau, because you know so sure it's not there. In other words, when you're searching for something, you have to go back to the place where you may have lost it in order to go find it. So that's why the Pesach says Just like it's impossible to go and seek, search for a lost object and to find it, only without, only in the place where you lost it. So, in a similar way, person cannot reach, grasp, get a hold of the oil, the light of Hashem's countenance. So that he should have a love to Hashem. And that Hashem's fear should be on him, on the person. 
only only after searching first the Mokoim in the place where he lost it. similar to what the verse states, also means let us search our ways. So in other words, you gotta go back and search the ways. That we have to search our ways. We have to check out ourselves where we went wrong. That the person should go through uh, his actions, and his speech, and his thoughts that have gone by. And they passed. From the day that he was, from this being, that are no good. And this is the meaning that you shall seek from there. From there, meaning from your actually actions, that's where you got to search in order to achieve, to get that closeness to Hashem, to be able to have the Hashem lighten. For this language of uh, is is all of bad's boy. When you say zeh, uh, this that's something which you can point with your finger. As the verse states, You can say this is it. So in other words, you're very direct. We can't really say that only with regards to Hashem we can say this is it. Because the only real thing is is that is Hashem. That's real. So that's what we can say is that commercial kosu. As the post states, This is my God. Why? Because is the world is filled with some glory. What is the opposite of Zeh? Zeh is this. There is the opposite of this. Shom is the opposite of, the, of this. Kedusha is Zeh. Godliness is Zeh. And Klippa is Shom. Is there. So he says, Avon Mokin Mishkana Klippa is Nikra Shom. It's called there. Kuloimar Amuk Ma'oid Lamata. It's very deep. Below, it's there, it's away, it's not here, it's not present. And that's what it means, meaning from the, you gotta go back to the Machshavas over there, Mishom, in order to come back. Which means the meaning of the Paschal. What does it mean, the path of the holiday? The Simcha. The festival and joy. We have Yom Tev, we have joy. But instead of using the Yom Tev and the joy, you turn it into a wild party. 
you turn it into a hoylilus, have a simcha, shal hoylilus. He turns it around and makes it into a a joy of 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 just you know partying without 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 Hashem. So that means shom pare. This is what the pare did. In other words, he switched it around. This is also the understanding what it means. The verse says, In this midbar, they will be uh, become whole. He touches here from the Zoyar, which means Pirush. I day the bure through the words, the midbar, the word dibur, of the words of the letters of the davening, shu bechinas. That is the level of midbar hazen. We just said there is the midbar shom. Then there is the zeh. But in this passage it says by midbar hazen through the level of zeh zeh keli. Because that's the level represents kedusha zekeli v'chein be'isek haTorah and also through the occupation of Torah, so davening and learning Torah. K'moshe kosu the parshas matis, as it's written as matu pirush leimoyim zehadova. Over there, the pasuk davar of neisro leimer zehadova. So it also says loshen zehadova. So over there, the davar is talking about the level of be'isek haTorah. So through Bamidbar Hazeh Ali Dezei Tamu, this brings in wholesomeness. Haynu Kumeshikosu Bezoya Shlach Kuf Samachimon Beis Shubechinas Tomim Tiyem. That is the level of to be whole. This is the posik that we're saying. We're translating the posik. The post. The post that Bamidbar Hazeh Tamu. That's talking about the Maraglim who wouldn't want to go. He says they will die over here. But he touches over here by Midbar through the level of Dibur, Yitamu, they will become whole. And what does it mean, Visham Yomusu? And there they are, that is when we do Nifilas Apayim Shu Allah Nitsutsim, those are the elevation of the sparks that have fallen in the level of Shom. So, Vishom, Yomusu, those that have fallen down, those that died in the level of Shom, Yomusu, so they will be elevated, they will be brought back. Yutamu, they will find their wholesomeness instead of being fallen, they will be returned. Through to you, Hashem, I carry my soul, and the person will take up all the sparks and all the falling down that came, all the shoms, and bring it back to the level of Zeh. And this is what the Apostle says in us, he has taken out Misham. Again, the word Misham, as we're saying, for he took us out from the level of dir, the level of clip as the so that we can connect to Hashem.
אך מי שפועלים, באיזו מחשבה דיבור, one who blemishes a thought or a speech. So what we need to do is we need to elevate the sparks. That's the job. But what happens if we didn't elevate the sparks? Instead of elevating the sparks, bringing them from the level of Shom to the level of Zeh, we actually fell down to the level of Shom ourselves. We didn't elevate it, we fell down. But it was Pagan. Vakoske Maisa, either a thought or a speech, and certainly in action. That's why it says, So then you have to see from there, in that place, from the level of Shom, that the person must search into his actions that were no good. And through this, his heart will be bitter. Within him, the Yoshuvel Hashem, the and he will turn back to Hashem, and Hashem will have mercy on him. The Hainu that is, he's going to awake in great mercy on the godly spark which is in him. In a level of exile, the person will have uh, an arousal of great mercy, pity on the godly spark by reflecting and contemplating on his situation. And this level, that after the Rachmonis, Yaakov redeems Avram. Why? Kimidas Yaakov, who midas Rachmonis. Yaakov's level of pity, through Rachmonis, he can redeem from the exile, Midas Ahavo, the level of measure of Avo, he midosishal Avram Avinu, all of us. Avram Avinu's of blessed memory, a piece unto him, his uh, measure was Avo. But the Avo wasn't Golus because he wasn't a clipper. He used it for the wrong thing. So the fact that Yaakov comes about as Rachmonis pulls out and brings back the level of Avram to be able to function. That's why Yaakov is called our father. And because the son is a foot of the father, which is meaning that we are part, just as he has that middle, we are part of it also. So if we can be included, subjugated, included in Hashem's will. But the person, he checks, he looks into, he feels his actions, in other words, he inspects, introspects. And he will not be aroused, in him will not be aroused the measure of mercy. And his heart does not become, you know, bitter inside. You know, he, became, he remains apathetic. He doesn't really feel bad. Although he deeply thinks in his thoughts. How the 
godly spark. A spark of godliness has fallen into exile within his soul. And yet he thinks about it, he realizes it, but it doesn't doesn't bother him. He doesn't become bitter over it. He doesn't uh, he's not aroused with any mercy. Zois Yosim so this, the following, he should put to his heart and on him will carry this following example. For it is the nature of the person that when it hurts him, even if it's the toenail, it's a nail from his foot, which is the furthest away from the brain. Yet, and why does it hurt him? Machmas should nagaf be'evin because it banged a stone. He banged it against a rock. Margish ha'ke'ev b'moichay u'mitzayev. So he still feels the pain in his mind. He feels the the, the hurt. Yeah, and he's pained over it u'mitzayev. Ach. However, the condition is that is while that limb that has been banged is still connected to the body. As long as it's connected, so a pain in the, in the toenail will affect the, 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 the brain. Before it was cut off. But if you cut the limb so then what happens to it doesn't feel anymore. The brain doesn't feel the, 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 the pain anymore. Because it has been cut away and it's been separated from its root. So it's no longer connected. So this is a motion. So we, the Bnei Yisrael, are mechubarim, we are connected and we are pasted to Hashem, to blessed to, to Hashem. And therefore, naturally, we should, we need to feel the pain, and the blemish, that we have blemished, and that we had brought down into exile. The spark of Hashem God, we should feel. For although he has sinned, Kulu, uh, says, and he has the godly spark. I'm not sure it almost sounds like he should be reading without the Vav. So although he sinned, he still has the godly spark of above. Or, and he has a godly spark of above. But the inanimistalic man, it's not like it doesn't leave him. It is only that it's in Golos. And not only, not only does he still have a godly spark, not only is it still there, not just there, even after his sin, he still calls, he's still called 
on the advantage and the level of a sar. We said before that Sroel stands from Sar Kale. That who is his Sar? It's Kale. So here we're saying, even though he sinned, he's still Yisroel. We're not just saying he's still anybody. He's still Yisroel. He still has the elevation, which means that the Neshama, the Nitzus Alekis, is still in that high level, notwithstanding the fact that the person made and did an Aveda. And so, what are you going to say? What difference does it make if the Nitzutzelikis, which is in is in exile, who cares if it's a sar or it's not a sar? It's an exile. It's not functioning because it's an exile. We said it didn't have air, so it's not functioning. Why are we caught up on semantics over here? We're trying to make him into a Yisrael. So he says, no, there's a difference. It's not the same, the advantage of somebody who's an officer, notwithstanding that he's in captivity, relative to an ordinary person. Asar in captivity is still Asar. The fact that you're in captivity doesn't take away from your level. So it does make a difference. There is a difference. And we're saying you're still Asar. It is still recognizable and it's known what is the advantage of the sar. And with one movement, it's possible he can switch around from one extreme to the total other extreme. To go back to his original state. So, even though you're in exile, but you can quickly switch it out and go out of exile, and then you're going to be having your greatness. So, it's important that you keep your status even while you're in Kolos, say what your status is. But this is all the way it should be because he still remains connected. But the reason why he does not feel in his soul, that pain and that blemish. I know it is because he blemished so much so that he's totally separated, he was cut away from his root altogether. So now, he has even more to be worried about. It's not just worried about that he did that Veda, it's the fact that he doesn't even feel anymore. That he doesn't even bother by it. So now he's going to be bothered, not so much for transgressing that Veda, but for the fact that it doesn't even bother him that he, that he transgressed that Veda. And from this, he will arouse even greater mercy, even though he himself does not feel his Rachmanus on himself. But he has, he's my Rachmanam, as written elsewhere. We're saying, Hashem, with your great mercy, you have mercy upon us. So we're saying, Hashem, with his mercy, should have mercy, which means we don't even feel that it's a Rachman as a Pirush. Because we ain't Sikhleinu Hadal, our poor intellect. 
does not masik, does not grasp is how great the pity is, for the measure of pity is which is the measure of Yaakov from the Ovis, is the measure, the characteristic, the specialty of Yaakov is Rachmonus, is we say Mavriach it goes through from one end to the other end. And therefore, so he will able to get even a deeper, greater level of Rachmanes, even higher than before, because it reaches all the ways up as the example from the middle, because you have Avram and Yitzchak, like in the Mishkan, in which the poles went uh, just each wall separately, and the middle one went all around, from the inside, uh, but it circled around the whole thing, which means that Rachmanes can reach even deeper into a higher level on the person. Now, as he says now in the parentheses, even though it is like the example of being separated and caught away from its root totally, and yet, through one thought of tshuva, he will return and he will connect back to his root. As it says in the section of Midbar, in the Maimer, that begins with Vaidaber Chulu, the Gulgoloisom. He says, like an example, if there would be found in the medicine, there would be such a thing, like in a spiritual level, we don't know if your head is cut off, can they connect the head? back to the to the body, if there would be such a thing. So he says the Nesiyas Roshi is sort of connecting back. Even those who are liable for Christus. But although my father and my mother have neglected me, meaning they have given up on me, Nevertheless, Vashem, God, Yasveni gathered me in. Which means, tshuva is like reconnecting, sewing together the body. Right? I don't know that today's medicine can connect the head to the body, but it could connect definitely limbs together uh, and, 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 and then put them together. So in this case, I mean, it's not so much in the motion that we said before, like the toenail or the foot or the limb. Uh, so they could technically connect the a toe back to the body and they could sew it up together and get it back back to function. That is the level of the idea of teshuva is to bring it back. Now, okay, so what is the eight? So what does he say? So first he tells you that you have to feel the Rachmanas because of the descent of the nefesh, neshama, that's a godly and you brought it down, and you did a base with it, so you have to fill it with Rachmanas. And that will give you Mishom, uh, we catch the Mishom, you have to, from there, from the other side, to bring it back, Then he says, but what happens if the person doesn't care? 
Uh, doesn't he's not aroused with a level of uh, mercy? He doesn't you know pity and. Uh, uh, even after thinking deeply about it, he's not affected by it. Now, we're not talking about somebody who doesn't care, who doesn't. You're talking about somebody who's davening, who's trying, who's contemplating, who's reflecting. He's trying to make it, he's trying to get excited about it. I mean, people that want to live happy go lucky, don't care about any of these things, Michlal. We're not talking about them, but we're talking about somebody who's trying to get himself. Uh, fired up in, in, in the service of Hashem to do tshuva, he wants to do tshuva. But the problem is he has, uh, his heart doesn't, just doesn't take it. So he, first he tells him you have to think how it ascended. But what happens, it doesn't help. He thinks about it, it doesn't help. Then you have to think that the fact it's not helping, that means that it's torn away. That's even a bigger achmonus because that means that you don't even care anymore and it's like a toe, or like a limb that has been removed from the body, so now it doesn't even feel so. So now you'll have a Rachmanes for you being in such a state that you're not just doing Avedis, but you so far that you cut off that you don't even feel anymore. And that'll make you feel bad because the pity is even that you don't have any feeling. But what happens if that still doesn't help? So now we're going to learn right here. The Imgam Bezois so even if also with this, the measure of pity of Rachmanis will not be aroused, as, as mentioned before, the one mentioned before. In this is the advice that can be given to the person. The Posik says, one who is Roya, he shepherds in the Shashanim in the roses. Upirush Bezoyar. And in the Zoyar, in Shmois Daf Esrim, on page 20 in the Zoyar, it says, Mashishane, just like a rose, is Hapich Megavan Sumak Megavan Chivra, Alidei Isha. That if you put a rose, it'll turn from red to white through fire. If you put it through fire, the fire will change the color of the rose from red to white. Cool. Likewise, it's written, If your sins will be like red, They will be whitened like snow. So we see that the sin is called red, and white is called the chuba cleaning of it is called white. Shachet nikra odo, odo. Sin is called red. And all the actions and all the speech and all the thoughts, which is which are in the worldly matters, That also is called red. Because they are all thoughts of the inclination and all of his cunnings and all of his tricks of the Yetzir Hara. That's why it's called red, representing. Because they too, in other words, not only Averis, but all worldly matters also come from the Yetzir Hara. So therefore, everything from the Yetzir, whatever comes from the Yetzir is red. So we have Yishapich Legaven Chivar. That should be turned around to white, Shuvachinas. 
which is like the level that it will become white like snow. That, that takes place through Aish. What is the fire? So we're trying to change now the person from red to white through fire. There is fire that comes from above, and there's fire that comes from below. So a fire that comes from above, not every person merits that. Not everybody gets that. But the fire below, that is the idea of a person's that is to uh, pain yourself and, and fasting. To diminish one's fat and blood because one's fat and blood comes from the side of Sklipas Nega. So by subduing yourself, by doing Sigufim and fasting, then Hashem will shine His face in a way of a shining constant as mentioned earlier. So basically the Mimer says over here, what he says over here, if you can't get to yourself, you got to break your body a little bit. you got to sort of uh, burn down some of your fat, some of your uh, arrogance in order to open up and to be able to uh, merit, to be able to, to, to connect. So again, we'll go back. Ah, he tzorich loshis eitzis benavshe. There is one more, one another thing that one must put Advice to his soul. This is what the Pasik states. In the marketplace, in the streets, I will seek that which my soul loves. Until I find that my soul loves. I hold on and I won't let go. It's all from the Shira Shirim. Till I bring him, I'll base Imi to my mother's house, the Cheder Heirosi, and to the room of where she had it. Pirish. That my soul love is Bekomatz. It's not that I love now, but Uloshin Kvar. It's Uloshin already. Sha'ava nafshi that my soul loved in the past. Masha'ava kvat. Hainu. What does this mean? Yisrael, Olu, Bemachshava, Hagduma. The Yidden, they went up in the earlier, this thought, the first thought. Bezeu b'chinas, Tehoirahi. That is the level of Tehoirahi, Koydam Atabarosu. We say in the Daven, in the Brich Sashach, in the Shomer Shisatabi Toirahi, Ata Varosa, Ata Yitzarto. So Varosa starts with the creation, but then we say in the Shomer is Toirahi, that's even before the creation. That's the level where all of the Machshom. Kamesh Kosov, as it's written on the Posse, Yenosi, Bechagwe Asel. Umebchina Zu, Nimshech Bo, and from that level it extends to it, Oyer Hagonus, that hidden light. That is the high, hidden love. That is from the love, from the level of Machshava Gduma, from the level of the source of Yisrael Machshava, 
that brings down to the neshama now that level of av. Now, as mentioned earlier, bepirish in the meaning of as ha'ir kitoiv lignus. The pasuk says that the light, so the light was good. It means to hide. It says to hide it in the pasuk. It is not to be used in the world, but for tzaddikim. But here, taich is the gonus. It's in the soul, hidden. It's covered up, and everybody has that ahav misutel. It's a natural lochut. This is what it's saying. I'm going to look in the streets. That's what my soul already loved because he's looking for that point in his soul, which already, which is the higher level that was already the level of that Abba. And similar to what is written, but there is one who this love it's lost and it is in exile as mentioned earlier I'm going to seek for that that my soul already loved where is he looking that's in this marketplace in the streets that's where he lost it he lost it somewhere there but even if he finds the, the, the lost object, so that light of Hashem will not continue to exist if he doesn't make a vessel to contain it. Because that causes his and therefore, and therefore, so the idea is to make vessels, containers, for this light of Hashem. That's the words of Torah, to hold on to that level of love. It says, I brought it to base Imi, that is, the, once I find it, is, and I bring it to base Imi, that's Torah that is the oral term. That is the way to hold on to that Ava that you found. It says that Shem, your God, is like a fire that consumes. His fire means just like you can't hold on to fire without a wick or something else. It has to hold on to something. The fire has to hold on to something. So that love that you have needs the Torah, needs the Torah, it needs to be able to hold on to that love. Likewise, I'm going to hold down. I'm not going to let go. Actually, so we're sort of feeding Hashem, who is shepherding amongst the Shoshanim. Ki Yisrael, mefarnesim lavim Because we sort of support, we are sort of feeding Hashem, we support Hashem, Shemayim, Neif. And the reason is because, through our occupation, which is Hashem's will, Ruach, Aisi, Ruach, this spirit brings the Ruach, Vamshik Ruach, and it draws down the Ruach, Lishoyim, Mugzgalaboy, so that in him will reveal, rest the inner will of Hashem. 
So just like when a person eats, he connects his soul with the body. She's So that the powers of his soul can expand widely in the body. So Yidin also support the Father in Heaven, so they allow for Hashem to expand in the human who's learning Torah. Because that's Hashem's will. So that spirit brings the Ruach and, and draws down the Ruach. So that they should rest and reveal in a way that the will of above should shine with a shining countenance. Through the level of Torah. So that means you're a Mephanis Hashem because you're allowing for the expansion of Hashem in yourself. That is his parnosa. Gam ali de mitzvah zdoka. Also to the mitzvah zdoka, she mitzvah chesed, shuchitzoni is the keli, that's the outer and this the vessel of chinas oil vaab of chinas pidemiusi. Zdoka, which is chesed, becomes the vessel, the vehicle for the light of Abba in its inner. Kmeshikosu, kibayu panecho, nosato lonu, so by the panimius, notoris chesed vaya, notoris chayim vaabas chesed. So So what is the that they contain? How is the oil of ayah contained? It's through Torah Chesed, and that's why it's called the Parnosa, and that is important to remember. So what he's saying over here is adding over here, in addition to going and finding and arousing yourself and bringing around the fire that everything should be connected to Hashem. It's also very important to create the vessels in order to hold on, because those fires will not stay. The way to hold on is, is to use the words of Torah, Torah Shibik and Torah Shibal They become the vehicles, they become the, 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 the material that the fire holds on to, so that, and as he says, the Torah and Chesed and Tzedakah become the vehicles to hold on to the Hashem. Now, these Kitsurim also looks like they were done by the Tzemach Tzedek, when he put together the memorium. And some I'm wondering why did he do some he did, some he didn't do. I mean, I don't know, that's just the way it is. Um, I have to look at it specifically every mimer, you know, and looking back in the artists, and they, they quote a lot of times where it comes from. But but let's do the either. So Kitsur Sometimes they also put the Kitsur, like after every ois, you have the Kitsur of that ois. Mm-hmm. Over here, they have the kitzer at the end of the mimer. So, all the and gimel, like each oyster, three oysters, so each one is a kitzer. But over here, they have it all together. All right, so kitzer, midibra maschil, anila doidi. Aleph. So, the first is ois, the ois aleph. So, it says that the elul maschil bechinas anila doidi. In the month of elul, that when it begins, the level of Ani Lidoidi. Me, I am to my beloved. The Hainu, that is Isaruso de Latato, that is the arousal from below. And Uberesha Shonaviyema Kippurim, and Arashonim Kippur, who Vidoidi Li. That's when the second part of the Pasik is Vidoidi Li. Hainu Abshokas Alakusi Lamato, that is drawing down Hashem's godliness below. And he says, as the Pasik says there, which is the level of Yira. Because the Pasik says his left hand 
is under my head and his right hand hugs me. But the Yobim Naroyim, the days of awe, is first the days of Yira, which is the first level of the Pasik, which is the Smailai Tachas Laroshi. That is what starts with the Shoshon and Yom Kippur. That is the Bedoy Dili, that is the Hamshacha Milmail. Then he points out, he goes on in the Mimer to talk about that Be'elu is Yud Gimel Midis. That on the, thir- on the month of Elu, the 13 attributes, the Midis Arachamim, are revealed. And the question is, Vim came, Loma Inim Yomtev. So the question was, how come it's not a festival? And it brings down also in the parentheses, Ayin. Um, uh, so he says a similar thing like this, I think that's the Rosh Tevis here, with regards to Purim and the Maimer, Chayv Inish Adel Yadim. He answers, Achzehu, but this is the idea of the Yud Gimel Midas and Elul, is Kimoyal Derech Moshul Melech, it's like, for example, a king, that you go out to greet his face in the field. Meaning that at that point, even though the king is there, but it's not the king in the palace, but it's the king in the field. So the Hamshocha is in such a way that it doesn't change the world, but rather he comes down as he is into the world and the king is in the field. So that means the king, as he is, remains the place where he comes, remains field. It doesn't change into a city. So that means it's not a yontav. It's still a... Uh, but it's still the king over there. Then he brings down the idea of Yoyer Hashem Ponov. The positive, what does it mean? Yoyer Hashem Ponov, Inyan, Gimel, Yud Gimel Midas. That is Hashem's Ponim. That is the level of Yud Gimel Midas. And the level when we say Yoir Hashem Ponov, Hainu Mashikosuv, Kail Hashem Vayoir Lonu. That the level of Kail, which is the beginning of Gil Gimumit Sarachim, Hashem Hashem Kail Racham Vilchanun. So Kail is Hashem Vayoir Lonu, that it shines to us. Vayoir Lonu, meaning that the person should get the Pnimius. Get the Midas Rachamim through, as he explained in the Maimah, through turning your Pneumius to Hashem to being Mavatl, your Pneumius to Hashem. What does it mean that Hashem Bayoir Lono? So he brought down that this is the idea of Ezehu Yisroel. Yisroel is Yoshor Kel. And I don't know why he says the Yud here, over there he says Yud is the Tmidis, the Maimah, it's Sar Kel. Sarkel means who dominates him is the kel. Ayn mashukosuv, the parish bepidush lasses a yoshor seudivra maske kisishma bekel, which means shebchinas kel who saru meishul bekirvei that the level of kel is a sar and a dominant inside him. So that is the idea of getting the kel in him. That is Sarkil, that means that Vayoyer shines to him, he becomes, he is a Yisrael. 
And he said, as he's going to say later on, he said in the Ois Beis, I think it was, or I think he was going to say soon, that this is a, a very powerful statement that we say, that he points out, when we say, even though he sins, he's still Yisrael. He doesn't say, he's a Yehudi or another name. He uses the lotion of Yisrael, meaning that even he still remains the Sarkel, meaning that the Neshama, as he gave the whole Moshul, that there's a difference in captivity even when, if it's a plain person in captivity, or it's a officers in captivity, because in one second, when you get out of the captivity, you become a totally on a different madrega. So you're talking captivity. So you have to know that even while you're in Golos, you're still a sarkel, you're still a Yisrael. But you know, you, you you're in captivity. You got to go out of jail. So that's Oisal, noise base, the kids of noise base. Vine yesh beodom bechinas ir moishav. So by the person we find there is the settled city, as he talked about. Actually, the Maya, the Maya, the base begins that there is not only the Yermeshev. We have the Sod in the Midbar. We have the the field in the Midbar. So there is the settled. Because when we say that the king comes to the field, we have though the king where he comes into the city by the person. Then we have the king comes into the field. So the settled place in the person is Kamashukosov Diramaskil Biparshis Nesokin Bipirush Erech Meshvisekhan. As it's written in the end of the Maimer that begins with in the Parshis Nesokin, in the meaning of Erech Meshvisekhan. And then we have Ubkhina Soda. You have the city and then you have the field. I'm Ashukosov Bitter Er Parshis Chaye, Alposik, Vayitz, Yitzchok, Lasur, Basoda, Yitzchok went out. To uh, daven in the field, uh, so also the union of Sodom. And then we have Ubchinas Midbar. So you have a city, and you have a field, and you have a Midbar. What is a Midbar? Zehu Eretz Loizurua. That's a land that has not been sown. So the three categories is a city is where people, people live, a field is at least you don't live, but you sow the ground, and a Midbar you don't do nothing, it's just a non, it's a barren land, it's a land that is not, as the Pasuk calls it, and that is Lezirua. I mashakosu ramaskha leilamase, mashakosu minyan zriya bedib ramaskha, zino ha-shamayim, bedib ramaskha, b'shalach parev, bedib ramaskha, shish mehema malachas. So, Eretz Lezirua, asher lo yoshav odom shom. Where a man does not sit there. Lo odom yoshav shom, he's referring to the odom alien, is referring to Hashem, but this is a heipech mimashe kosuv ha'omnom yoshev elikim aloritz. The pasuk says, "Did God sit in the land over there?" God doesn't sit. So basically, the person's midbar, the person's desert, means that's the place where Hashem doesn't find Himself. That means that the place where the person does wrong when he does an avera, that's like the mid, that's like the midbar because it's loizerua. So what is the idea in order to get rid of the Lezirua, to get rid of the Midbar? That you have to seek from there, it says. 
because the, when the Pasik says that's Ayurki Toiv is lignois, meaning Hashem created Toiv, Yar Hashem is Ayurki Toiv. So they brought down from the Chazal that they say lignois, it means to hidden, which means that it is hidden by the person, that Bechin has Kel. Hashem, by Yoyer Lonu, Shebechinas, Yoshor, Kel, that uh, there is a hidden light, the light of a Kel Hashem, by Yoyer Lonu, the light of Yoshor Kel. He calls it Yoshor Kel before it was Sarkel. And he also, in this kids, he calls it Sarkel. But the youth, he said before, shows on the constant. That it's a constant sar, Yasiv, you showed like a, 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 that it happens all the time that you throw Yoshur Kiel. But he, he just uses the word Yoshur Kiel. So he says that we have the hidden Ava, we have the hidden level of Hashem, or we have that little, we have that Nitzutz, we have that from above in ourselves, that's why that's Yisrael Kiel. But there is a Chiyashmi, Shehu, Bibchinas, Aveda, Esler. Sometimes it's in a form that it's lost by him. Now, he quotes here, Al-Derech, this is similar to what we say, What is considered a fool, one who loses there what you give him. Al-Derech, and similar to what it says, Al-Derech, so we find this concept in bringing down various different chazal and statements and verses in which we see that there's the idea of losing. The losing what you give him. What does it mean? What do we give him? Hashem gave you Anishomer. Hashem gave you Yisrael, Kael, gave you that spark. And you guys lose, you lose it. You lose that, what Hashem has given you. Or it says, Those who are lost in the land of Asher. They lost their son, Kael. There's another verse that says, that I have been lost like a sheep that is uh, lost. So this is all lost represents the idea of losing that special uh, piece that Hashem gives the neshama to function and the person lost it because it's in Godless, because he, he, he violates the will of Hashem. So or even if it's just not doing things the Shemaim as we learned before also. So look also further in the end of the third chapter of Makis just like the sheep, and even though they sin, even though they sin, so we have to look it up over there what it says over there. But it's similar, it's sim- it says something about the fact that notwithstanding that they are lost, but they're still connected, it's like a sheep that is lost, it's not totally lost, in other words, it's exactly what it says there. And we got to search in the place where it was lost. So you fash fish that he should search in his actions. The and this is what it means. that you shall seek from there. The Yoshev el Hashem and return to Hashem, and Hashem will have mercy. 
זה יובוי לבחינס. שמה? That will come to the level of שמה. וזה יובוי לבחינס שמה. שם עין. וגם יסעל בחינס מדבר הנעל. And also the above mentioned level of midbar will be elevated. That it should be umidvarcha nove. So even though midbar we're right now saying that the midbar is bad, but we can change around the midbar because the pasuk says umidvarcha nove. Your words are nove, but also the midbar is nove, meaning that you change around after you find what you lost. So over there when it says that a person doesn't sit there, doesn't mean it in a derogatory way. That a person doesn't sit there because it's below. But that a person doesn't sit there because it's higher than the level of Odom. It's beyond Odom, not because it's below Odom. It's not a place for Odom. But it's something higher rest there, not the level of Odom is uh, is not is, is, is doesn't come down there because it's that much higher because that's too low. The level of Odom is not in a high enough madrega to come down in the level of midbar. Then it continues in the minor but a person who doesn't sense doesn't feel the pity in his soul. That is because he's been so blemished so that he has sort of detached to be cut away from his root. And he says the kores to keser. The word kores you see is the same level of the same words as the words of keser, which means that that is the opposite of the level of keser. Uh, so, meaning that he doesn't have the level of Kesed. From this, he will arouse on himself even greater uh, uh, pity. And this is, through this, there is hope that maybe that way he will arouse. And this is the meaning of the verse. Roya, he's feeds Bashishanim. That is the level Shishanim is. We know that the Shishana is, has 13 pieces. That is the Yudgul Farahim. Vaid Pirish Bashishanim. Another meaning of Shishanim al Derech. It means that Shishanim left from Lashon Red. If you had to have Echem Kashonim, Mechinas, Mechinas Odin, Kashalik Albino, you have to turn into white. Kimoi Shishane is Hapak Magavan Sumak Magavan Chivar Al the Ace, just as a rose turns from red to white through fire. I'm a Shekosu Minion Age of the Ramas of Oilachem the Tzitzis, the Pashat Bahara Posiki Savoyu Hulu Vishov Sorot Hulu. So So when we have uh, this Haroya Bashishanim 
right, in the Yudimidas or turning things around, that will make that causes the Haoras Ponim to come down to the uh, to the to the the, the, the that, that level. Gamish Loimar Shishanim. Reim is also we can say that Shanim is a hint Lubchinas Barzos Sumko the Susio Chivro. Not sure what it means, but I'm gonna take a guess. You have a white horse and you have like a, a red muzzle or something over it, a barzan. So that's another thing, I have to look that up. We have that red loshing, uh, that tongue or that piece that was on the on Yom Kippur, uh, when they put it around the um, around the goats, and then it turned white. And, and, uh, so that's also the idea of red turning white. It was red. It's also the white and the golden. So you have the changing from gold to white. And also what is the description of David was that he was a red, reddish with beautiful eyes. So these are all places where it talks about red and white and different things to coincide with the idea over here that Shishanim, that you change it from the red, change it to white. Gimel. In addition to that, so this is all seeking it, but then you have to hold on to it. You need that I hold on, I don't let go. For it says, I loved it with a comet to Lashon Kvar, meaning I already loved it in the past. Because the Yid had that love to Hashem, had that Ova Nafshi. Similar to it was already, we said kvar It was already in the past, so that means ohavti ohovo kisrol olu b'machshava kedume because the yidden have already gone up in the earliest level of machshava. I am in the exile. He said on the river of kvar. I don't think he brought it on the mimer. Just bring it down here. But I in the inyan kvar berabes bereishis perik tezayin. And Ubezoyer Bereshis Daf Vovomet Beis Ubemigdash Melech Varamaz Shom and the commentary of the Migdash Melech and the Ramaz there and also looking to Bezoyer Chele Gimel Pinchas Adaf Reshmem Zayin Umedalof Ba'im Ashikosuv Look what said Tere Oyer B'di Ramaz Chavela Mishpotim Gabi Kisik Nevet Ivri So this is all the Ava that is there So Ba'ach Hashim Tzadilu Ava Zu After he finds the revelation of this love you have to hold on and to bring it to your mother's house and then that's so you need the Torah to hold on to that love it says there was a candle lit in his head so that my so what does it mean? They feed Hashem, they're shepherding Hashem because 
the Yidin that are showing halachas, they are mefarnesim or misparnesim. They both. They support and they get supported. I mashikos will be pirush la yosi, b'divram aschani yisheno. He said before, it's like the neshama of a goof through food. It expands in the body. So the, we, we bring down Hashem in ourselves through our learning of Torah. That's called giving parnasa to Hashem because we're spreading out Hashem's presence in ourselves. So we are fed and Hashem is fed. Sort of His light becomes revealed. Go love me with my bread. Kalim Torah v'Chesed, and then he talks about the two Kalim, that there is Torah v'Chesed, which is the, um, as we said, the post he quoted, Kiper Panechem Asatolamu Torah Schaim V'Havas Chesed. So that is the two Kalim, um, two Kalim for the Oyer. I must cause you to be a post. Can I ask you about the Kalim? The Pasha sits in the Sefer.